Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case loving you. No AM 640, you have Dr. Wendy Walsh with you. This is the Dr. Wendy Walsh Show, and sit back, because the next two hours, we are going to talk about your relationships, about your mental health, and in the second hour, I'm going to be taking your calls. So many people have been reaching out to me, and I'm very, very grateful. Before we get going, let's do a roll call, because many of us are still working from home. Amy King, are you in the newsroom today? I am. Oh, my God. I would have driven all the way there just to see you. I was actually um, sitting there thinking, I wonder if Wendy's coming in today. I haven't uh, seen her for forever. Quick, I know it's so long, but we'll all be back soon. So quick question. Yep. Uh, later in the show, we're going to talk about the World Happiness Study. Let me ask you this question. Mm. If in your city, Los Angeles, you lost your wallet and it had $200 in it with all your ID and your address and phone number, how sure would you be that it would be returned to you? Oh, about zero Zero percent. Okay. No, that's we'll, we'll, probably not. Actually, I think the odds are not great, but I think it's possible. Maybe maybe twenty percent. At the end of the show, we're going to circle back. All right. Because that answer is very indicative of how much happiness is in your city. Kayla, producer Kayla Austin, are you with us? I am. Hey, Doctor Wendy, how are you? Good. You think if you lost your wallet, somebody would return it in L.A.? No, I did lose my wallet in L.A. I have not gotten it back, so. <laughs> That's, that's a no. <laughs> she doesn't sound very happy about it, Wendy. That's a real happy. experience. <laughs> and David on the board. Hey, David, you with us? Yeah, I'm here. How are you doing today? It, it, good. Have you lost your wallet? Do you I've think it never lost my wallet, and if I did, I'm for sure would not get it back. Well, I have one story. And again, this topic's coming later in the show, but one time I was coming out of a medical procedure where uh, there was anesthetic involved. So the only thing I brought in was my driver's license. A friend picked me up. And so somehow in getting into her car all drowsy afterwards, I dropped my driver's license on the street. And lo and behold, it showed up two days later because the address was on it. Someone just popped it in a mailbox. So that was nice. Um, Okay. What else do we have coming up on the show today? I want to talk a little bit about Zoom fatigue and why it's affecting women more than men. Got it. If you are single, (laughs) if you are single and you are uh, the majority of adult Americans right now, I want to talk about some of the benefits of being single because I know our culture organizes itself around couplehood. So you might think like, am I doing the right thing? But I got some benefits for you. And in my for men only segment, is male sexuality superior or dangerous? I've got some data for you. And I'll be taking your calls in the five o'clock hour. Okay. Before we get going, as we're going now, we're going, it's happening. Let's talk about the vaccine. So the good news about the vaccine is 47% of adults in California have received the vaccine. So there we are. We're eating dinner. The CDC says if you're with another vaccinated person, you can be out. You can be in, in, not just out. You can be inside together. So we're having dinners indoors again. 
where some of us are venturing into gyms. I actually took an indoor Pilates class at the Studio MDR. And although they had like 16 megaformers in the room, there were five people brave enough to take the class indoors in masks. But I sort of like slyly asked everyone if they were vaccinated by basically volunteering. So I'm fully vaccinated, so I'm not worried. And they all went, yeah, me too, me too, me too. <laughs> so everybody there in the class was vaccinated. Um, but I do want to say that I heard a couple of reports of people who have been vaccinated and still got COVID. Now, heads up, they didn't get it bad. They weren't hospitalized. So having the vaccine is still better than not, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't take some precautions. So I'm human like you're human. And you know how the boundaries just get a little loosey goosey. Once you have that vaccine, the anxiety goes down. So Last night, I went to a family member's house for dinner that was supposed to be outside, but it was really cold. It was in the valley and it was super cold. So while she was doing the final preparations on dinner, we kind of huddled in a um, TV room watching the Laker game, waiting for dinner. And I thought, oh my gosh, everybody in this room, like a lot of young adults, teenagers, I'm like, I'm sure they're not being that safe. Oh my goodness. Then we did dine outside, but I thought later I'm going to have to come back. And for all my preaching to all you guys about be safe, be safe, be safe. I'm probably going to report that I've got COVID in a week because we came home and my daughter, my 17 year old said, you know, we probably got COVID tonight. And I'm like, I know it's so like, it was the riskiest I've ever been, but I have to tell you this. I want to hug people. And especially if they're loved ones. And so there's a reason why we hug each other. It's so good for our physical and mental health. And we will get back to it. One of the big issues, of course, is that we're walking around often as mixed vax couples. You know, Joe Biden's administration wants 80% of adult Americans to be immunized by this summer. But the problem is men often don't want to do it. In fact, 44% of women have gotten their first shot, while only 30% of men. That's nationally. Want to okay. hear a funny story about that? Yeah, what? Just real quick. A friend of mine got her vaccine. She got her second mm -hmm. shot, and she had some some side effects. And um, she sat and stayed away from her husband for like a day because she didn't want him to know that she had side effects because he was about to go get it and she was afraid he'd chicken out. Exactly. That's what you got to do. You, We have to be like the super women going, we're cool. Shake it off. You can do it, dude, right? So the reasons why more women than men, sometimes it's just because women work in specific occupations, right? So first they allowed healthcare workers and childcare workers and elderly care workers. Those are predominantly women. So women got early access more often than men. And also women have longstanding patterns of seeking preventive care in medicine. Men wait till they're sick and then they seek medical care, right? Women will seek preventive care. So we do need to encourage, and Amy, you're absolutely right. If we have to like be tough ladies about it all and just shake it off to say there's no, no uh, side effects, it's going to be fine, right? Um, when we come back, let's talk about Zoom fatigue. You know, I, I was at a very touching Zoom charity event yesterday for the St. Joseph Center. And I, I couldn't last. I couldn't do it. And it was all for a good cause. But I realized Zoom fatigue is real. Let me explain the data when we come back. You are listening to the Dr. Wendy Walsh Show on KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. 
Wendy. You have Dr. Wendy Walsh with you. I want you to know that in the five o'clock hour, as usual, I will be taking your calls about relationships. And if you're shy, because these are very personal, intimate questions, you can always send a private message to me on Instagram. The Instagram handle is at Dr. Wendy Walsh. That's at Dr. Wendy Walsh. And I will keep your identity anonymous. I see a few questions coming in that way already. So um, also, if you don't follow me on social media, you really should. And I know every week I mention this weird TikTok phenomenon going on, but it's weird to me because I always thought TikTok was for teenagers who dance. Now that I follow like 40 different doctors on TikTok, I'm like, wow, it really is this interesting, concise place to get good information. So, but the weird to me is I've now had two videos go viral, one that's still climbing up the charts today at 1.9 million views about why men do not fall in love through sex. Probably by the end of the show, we'll be at 2 million views. It's just, I can't fathom it. It's just bizarre to me. Anyway, uh, do follow me on social media because I'm very active there and I love to engage with my listeners there. All right, let's talk about Zoom. So I teach at Cal State Channel Islands and we have very long lectures. My students, thank goodness, don't have to keep their cameras on. I'm sure they're lying in their beds and I'm, or maybe they're doing housework or laundry or taking care of their kids and I'm rattling on in the background. But I sit there with a bright light in my eyes and look all perky and have to talk for that lecture, right? Because it's recorded and they can look at it later. Um, and so when we first began COVID, you know, we would do these Zoom meetings for um, social and it started to get harder and harder for me to do the social ones because I just felt exhausted. And I thought, what is so exhausting about sitting and just staring at a computer? I mean, it physically doesn't take much work, right? Um, so I was reading this new study, and it was a study over, of over 10,000 people. And what they found is women in particular, one in seven women, reported feeling very to extremely fatigued after Zoom meetings. Now, compare that to men. Only one in 20 men felt the same way. So what's the difference? Why the gender difference? I think the feelings of exhaustion are really connected to the fact that men and women have different responses to looking at themselves in a screen. For instance, uh, we know that we are being judged visually we know that men are visually wired. And so when we see ourselves, whether we happen to pass a mirror in a public place and go, oh, is that what my hair looks like? Um, or whether we're on a Zoom, there's a part of us that becomes self-conscious and that is exhausting. Think about the last time you were on a Zoom. They were like, let's say there were 10 people on the Zoom. You're looking at the box where your face is because you don't want to look like you have four chins and you don't want your hair to look so bad, right? And so I think... This causes this extreme exhaustion. You know, years and years ago, when I was in graduate school, we had a group therapy room, and that was part of our uh, training. Everyone had to participate in group therapy. And the hallway towards the group therapy had very weird opposing mirrors in it. So as you walked down the hallway, as you passed each doorway, you could actually see your butt from behind. It's the way the mirrors worked. And almost every woman entered the group therapy a little depressed. And one woman finally brought it up. She said, there's something weird about walking into this therapy session, all of us having examined our butts. And, uh, and I realized this is what women do. Now, this research also found that this greater 
shall we call it, self-focused attention that women experienced uh, with mirrors and with cameras didn't apply just to women. And there have been actually 79 different studies done using mirrors, right? Now we have the, the newness of video. And, um, the, the research has found that introverts, people who are naturally introverted, report higher levels of exhaustion than extroverts. And, you know, often introverts have social anxiety as well. So they're being sort of stared at on that screen. Another interesting thing is that younger people had more exhaustion than older people. This makes sense because, you know, teenagers, for instance, especially teenage girls, have an imaginary audience. This is part of their natural development, their developmental psychology, if you will. They imagine that everybody's looking all the time. That's why they're totally embarrassed by their parents. And that's why parents love embarrassing them because the reaction is so funny. And they're like, no, mom, don't say that. Don't look at her. Don't, don't, mom, no. That's what you hear when you're around teenagers all the time. So it makes sense. They get on Zooms and they're going to have the same feeling. But the thing that also made me sad was that people of color reported a higher level of Zoom fatigue than white participants. And this is because when you are a minority in a culture, it is like every single day you're having a toxic relationship with your culture. And you start to perceive that the world is watching and the world is judging. Because so often it does happen with microaggressions. In fact, my niece who was at dinner last night, who's a very successful lawyer, happens to be African-American, told me she was in Williams-Sonoma buying a very expensive platter and couldn't get any service. And everybody else seemed to be getting services, service, white men, white women. So there was an area where she saw the sales rep step back, like sort of the associates area. And she stepped to the doorway to say, uh, uh, excuse me. And the woman said, you need to step back. And my friend's like, what? You know, she's a successful attorney. And this woman is afraid of her because she's black and she's take one foot. Meanwhile, you know, a white man had just walked right in there to ask something about. So these are the kinds of microaggressions that happen every day to people of color. And then we talk about these Zoom meetings and the same thing again. All right. What's the solution for all of us? Schedule more phone meetings and less Zoom meetings. Ask people to turn cameras off. When you're not aware and you're not concerned that you're being looked at, you can actually pay attention to what people are saying better and keep more information. Um, and the other thing is, now that we're at this stage where 47% of us are vaccinated, simply ask the question, are you vaccinated? Let's have a real meeting. Let's get together. I hope Zoom is going to die soon. I really do. This is so hard on all of us. I, the good news is that Cal State Channel Islands, where I teach, has announced everybody's got to have vaccines for the fall semester, students and instructors. So we'll all be back together in the classroom, which will be great. Um, but I do want to apologize to my dear friends at the St. Joseph Center. It's a wonderful organization, uh, one of LA's largest homeless service providers. And I attended a celebrity VIP cocktail party yesterday, and uh, I, I lasted 10 minutes. I was just, I couldn't, I couldn't on a Saturday look at a Zoom screen. And then I realized Zoom fatigue is real. Okay, when we come back, are you single? Then you're actually in the majority in America. There are a few benefits to being single and some not so, but you know, 
it can be beneficial too. Let's talk about it when we come back. And also, if you have any questions, you can either send them to me on Instagram or we'll be taking your calls in the five o'clock hour. I will give out the phone number next. You're listening to the Dr. Wendy Walsh Show on KFI AM 640. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. AFI AM 640. You have Dr. Wendy Walsh with you. This is the Dr. Wendy Walsh show. Hey, are there benefits to being single? I mean, people ask me all the time about why haven't I met someone or I feel lonely or do I need to be married or do I need to be in a relationship? And I want to tell you that we are at a time of great change, huge social change social change, where our culture is learning to understand and accept a wide variety of sexual orientation, a wide variety of gender identity, and a wide variety of shapes of relationships. So this is the first time in American history where we actually have more unmarried adults than married adults. Now, Many of those adults are cohabitating. Uh, many of them are still parents or co-parents, etc. I mean, when I say single, um, a lot of those statistics look at married or not. But, you know, more and more people are saying, well, do I really need a relationship? Do I need to be committed? I will tell you this. Economically, you may not. I mean, still women make about 77 cents on men's dollars. So it's a little harder for them to make as much money. Uh, we also know that during the vulnerable years of child birthing, breastfeeding, and raising small children, that women take a huge financial hit. And we haven't established enough economic supports policy to support single parents of any gender. So for now, marriage is still kind of one of the best deals for kids. Um, However, there are some people that just prefer to be single. They like to be independent. Now, it could be it has to do with their attachment style, and maybe there was trauma in their early life and they don't trust love or relationships, or maybe they just need a break to heal and grow. The research is also clear, though, that people in long-term committed relationships do better they tend to have better health. They have better mental health. They actually live longer statistically, and they accumulate more wealth. 
because it's much easier when you're maintaining one household than it is to maintain two separately. So, however, at different stages of the lifespan, anybody might find themselves single. You know, even the most monogamous of humans, and we, you know, monogamy is actually natural to about 50% of the population. So even the most monogamous of humans may find themselves with two or three long stints of monogamy on their lifespan with some mate selection in between. So while you're in that single phase, what is good about it? Well, first of all, your brain gets a chance to be uncluttered. You know, relationships can sometimes be a little mentally expensive because you're having to consider your partner all the time. I remember a friend of mine said to me once, she was like single for a long time. And she goes, I don't want to have to confer with somebody every time I make a decision. And indeed, you know, I'm sort of new to, I mean, it's been eight months that I've been with my boyfriend, but um, I made a dinner plan without checking with him. It didn't occur to me. And I had to apologize later. I just assumed, well, he'd come or didn't come. I don't care. I'm going, whatever. And I thought like a single person. So it is, you know, it takes a little mental energy. Also, when you're single, you're much more likely to take risks, have adventures and have fun. Although I will recommend that couples do that too, because the happiest couples have a lot of novelty in their relationship. If you're somebody who loses yourself in a relationship, you lose your identity, then being single is a time for you to find yourself, assess who you are, what you want in life. Remember, a good, healthy relationship should look like a Venn diagram where two circles and they overlap in the middle, right? And that's the relationship, but you still have a degree of autonomy. When you're single, it's also a good opportunity to become financially responsible, right? Clean up your credit, save some money, do some investing. It's all on you and you can feel free to do that without checking with anybody. But it's also a time for you to work on your attachment style with a therapist so that when and if you do enter a relationship again, you will have a guide with you. You will have an ally. So I do suggest if you are finding yourself single, that you take some time to assess your patterns from the past and change them for the future. And you can usually only do that in the safety of a therapeutic relationship. All right, when we come back, male sexuality for men only. Is male sexuality superior to women's or is it dangerous to women? We're going to talk about that. And then we've got your calls. I'm putting out the number now, but we won't be taking them till the five o'clock hour. The number is 1-800-520-1KFI. That's 1-800-520-1534. You are listening to the Dr. Wendy Walsh Show on KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Help me, please, doctor. I'm damaged. There's a pain where there once was a heart. KFI AM 640, you have Dr. Wendy Walsh with you. This is the Dr. Wendy Walsh Show. This is my segment called For Men Only, where I look for the latest research on what's going on with men, your mental health, your relationships, your sexuality. This is the place to come. So I was reading this article, which is really fascinating, about these cultural ideas that we have about men's sexuality. You know, on one end of the scale, there is this myth that so many men believe they have to live up to, that, you know, because they're higher in testosterone, they're going to get instant erections when called for, they're going to be... um 
every time it's going to be strong and perfect and no misfires, uh, that they will have sex, uh, they're ready whenever a woman is. And the idea that they want way more sex than women want. Oh, there have been a few studies to prove that, but not necessarily way more. Uh, But this idea that women can't keep up with them, this idea that it's this strong, big, virile thing. Now, at the other end of the scale, there is this myth, an absolute myth, that the penis has no conscience and that a real man should be willing to have sex with any woman at any time in any situation. So if you subscribe to this myth, then it opens the door to potential for sexual abuse, rape, mistreating women, or exhibiting that new term we throw around, toxic masculinity. But here's the truth. In long-term relationships, male and female sexuality starts to really become similar. And in single relationships, maybe, and you know, again, there is research to show that men have a slightly higher sex drive than women. And if you think of it anthropologically and evolutionary, it's because women can only basically make one baby a year. Remember, we're put on the planet to reproduce. And so our sex drive is geared up to make one baby a year. Now, a man, if he could meet a woman who happened to be ovulating, he could have a baby every single day of the year. So physiologically, that's why we're wired. But what happens in modern long-term monogamy is that men and women become more similar in their sexual appetites. And remember, sex is a team sport. It's not about an individual performing for another. I mean, one of the things that bothers me about many of the questions, not bothers me, but concerns me about so many of the questions I get from young single people online is it is performance oriented, right? It's like what to do to turn on a woman or what to do to keep a man or make him call back after sex. And, and instead, you know, you guys are supposed to be erotic allies who, instead of thinking about giving up uh, sexual power or having sexual power, think about making wise decisions together. And the research shows that men and women in relationships want the same things in their sex lives. They want intimacy. That's emotional intimacy too. And just the very fact that you're being seen physically is a very intimate thing. They want pleasure and they want eroticism. And when I talk about eroticism, I usually mean novelty because nothing will kill a sex life faster than doing the same thing over and over in the same position, right? In fact, when couples who have um, their sex life has gone down to the point that it's become distressing to them, when they go to see a sex therapist, the first thing a sex therapist does is gives them sensate focus exercises where first of all, she or he says, okay, no sex for six weeks. And that takes all the pressure off, right? And then she says, okay, the first week, all you're going to do is put blindfolds on, put lotion on your hands and just touch hands, just give each other a hand massage. And then, so the, the, the blindfold thing is of course, to get out of your head, get out of your eyes and get back into the nerve endings and the touch. And then it might progress every week to eventually foot rubs and then back rubs and then sex without any penetration, come up with something else exciting. And finally, 
uh, full intercourse after six weeks. And couples come back to sex therapy and report that, oh my gosh, they feel like teenagers again, like they can't believe the explosion in hormones. And all they've really done is opened up their bodies to have more um, nerve endings being explored because their sexual script has just become so narrow over the years. So men and women want emotional intimacy, they want pleasure, and they want some degree of novelty. And believe it or not, if there are any women still listening, this idea that men want a woman who is passive so that they can perform for her is completely wrong. The most common aphrodisiac for men is an involved partner, a woman who has a sexual voice, a woman who's not passive in foreplay, a woman who can communicate her needs. But guys, listen to this. We want the same thing. We want you to be able to talk about sex. We want you to be able to ask for sex, not beg for sex. There's a big difference. How about what would you need in order for us to have sex more often? How can I make the environment better so that you can, our needs, my needs can be met in our relationship? Think of your sex life as an investment. It's like a pot that you'd both put money into. So you're both contributing to it because you own it together. Guys, women are an equitable sexual partner. You're not in charge of getting her aroused or giving her an orgasm. You're in charge in communicating your sexual needs, um, helping make the environment great for her. And she's in charge of her orgasm and she's in charge for communicating. So this idea that men's sexuality is either superior or dangerous is completely nuts. Uh, this whole idea that women's sexuality is so complex and men's is so simple is also not true. Basically, all the research shows that the closer you are in your emotional intimacy, the better your sex life. All right, when we come back, I am going to be asking your relationship questions. I'll start by reading some that I have received online on social media. If you'd like to leave one on social media, go to Instagram, send me a private message, uh, DM at Dr. Wendy Walsh, or you can give us a call. I'll also be taking your calls. Producer Kayla will answer the phone uh, and get your name. The number is 1-800-520-1KFI. That's 1-800-520-1534. You are listening to the Dr. Wendy Walsh Show on KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. 
A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.